All right, special episode, Graham. Special indeed. Yeah, this is a bonus episode. It's not a spoiler. No. It's not a regular episode. No. no. What is it? It's not. It's Oh, it's a surprise. Ah. It is a surprise. I was going to say it's not a surprise. No, it is. It really is. Absolutely. A yeah. Uh, we like to, every year, uh, promote the Shriekfest Film, Horror Film Festival mm-hmm. that comes up in uh, early October. And um, they do, they're actually one of our favorite uh, horror film festivals. And they do some really innovative programming with shorts and features every single year. And we've got the festival director online. We're going to get a little preview yes. of, uh, of Shriekfest this year. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, horror aficionado, festival programmer, actress, writer, producer, ladies and gentlemen, Denise Gossett. Hello, guys. How's it going? Now, you're in Florida right now, right? Excellent. excellent. I'm a little tired because we're mm-hmm. getting ready for the festival, but I'm doing excellent. <laughs> what, um, what are you most excited about this year going into it? Now, first of all, before you answer that, how many years have you guys been doing this festival now? This will be the 18th year. Wow. <laughs> 18 <laughs> years. Doing anything for 18 years is amazing. I know, That's right? That's a lot. <laughs> so how did you not quit after five? We want to we know that. Uh. I don't know if you've ever talked about it before, but believe me, there have been plenty of times where I said, this is it. Yeah. This is the last year. I am done. <laughs> and you see what happened. I'm still here. Yes. Something's wrong with me. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people go into festival programming for the financial rewards. So that's, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> and little do they know, and then yeah. they're out of business and yeah. year two. Yeah. Everybody thinks festivals are just like, it's free money. Yeah. Just I know, right? have a festival and you'll make so much money. Mm-hmm. Sponsors will never <laughs> pull out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And there is literally like a horror film festival on every corner now, like 7-Eleven. Right. <laughs> yep. Well, it now is a joke. You, you actually expanded Shriekfest. Now you're doing uh, one in Florida too, right? Yes, because I'm doubly insane. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it the same programming or do you, do, um, do you mix um, up the programming? So what we're doing, since this will be the second year in Florida... We are doing just the shorts program. It's I feel like it's easier to get a crowd out to have a taste of Shriekfest with short films rather than feature films. Oh, okay. So it's a shorter um, shorter festival in Florida. It's a it's a one day event from two to ten p.m. on November third. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, eighteen years. Wow. Now, what has changed um, in the festival over the last eighteen years? Like, what has um, increased? What has dropped off? And what have you like? You know what? I'm never doing that again. And I wish I had this. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So when we started, people were submitting films on VHS. <laughs> wow. then it went to dvd Mm -hmm. now it's like everything is online or files or film freeway or without a box Mm -hmm. it's it's really uh simplified more because back then literally like if i had judges i would have to they would either have to come pick them up or i'd have to go to them and deliver all these vhs tapes Wow. Yeah, now I remember. it's just a click of a button to get things to judges. It's wonderful. I remember as, uh, when I was doing festival programming, I did it for HBO Comedy Festival for the shorts mm-hmm. program. And you literally, 
you would just pick up a box of VHS tapes and you would have to yep. and then return them. Well, <laughs> I remember submitting to festivals back in like 2000, 2001, and they would say, don't use those recycled uh, type of envelopes that were like uh, oh, yes, fiber. Oh, yes, they left a film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. Oh, it's got paper. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you, when you ripped into it, all that paper would shred everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. I remember literally seeing it inside the VHS. Yeah. And it would literally be on the, the websites for you to submit. Yep. They'd be like, do not use these type of envelopes because it'll ruin your VHS tape. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And people would just plop them in an envelope and they wouldn't pad it and they'd be broken. Yep. Yep. You had to buy, I remember you had to buy all these padded envelopes mm -hmm. and VHS tapes. And, and you had to write a check for every entry fee. Yes, <laughs> you had to submit a check. Yes. Yeah. Life has changed. I know. It sounds like we're talking about something from 70 years right ago. Right now. You know, like, and the, and the Iceman would carry a block yes. of ice up your three flights of stairs. And that would run the projector. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And guys, what's even scarier is there are people alive today that have no clue what a VHS is. I know it's true. Yep. Mm -hmm. But we're uh, old. so um, so we're um, we're very excited for the 18th year. As you know, Neil is a staple there. Every single year, we'll get a nice article from him. And um, you know, when he covers a festival, he covers yep. a festival. He right. he'll be there from the beginning and in, in uh, on Friday to the award ceremony on Sunday. Do you guys? Just... I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. the thing. My question is, do you guys just have like the honorary, honorary Neil T. Weekly cot? Yeah. Or is there a, a, a bunk bed yeah. or how does this work? You know, we should. I should have like a, 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 a wheel in cot for him and then like bring him breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> is he the one guy you let him walk around in pajamas? Is yeah. that the guy? <laughs> He should. You know what? I should allow him to do that. <laughs> well, what are the um, what are the movies that maybe you're excited about this year that people can, if they're in town and can go to? What are you kind of looking forward towards? Oh my gosh, there's so many good ones. Um, there's some actual scary ones. Um, so let's see. Uh, I'll start with the features. Oh, if you guys are a Friday 13th um, fan, there is a fan film we're showing this year called Never Hike Alone. Oh. It's wonderful. <laughs> I, well, that right there just to me is a testament to not only your festival, but the horror genre. I think it. we've talked about it before in this show, but it, it definitely bears repeating is that the horror fan is a very unique Yes. Type of fan. Yeah. And the fact that they would do an entire feature as a fan film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that that is yeah. Of a of a, you know, franchise, franchise of, 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 that has like twenty movies that, in it already. <laughs> that they <laughs> just couldn't get enough of. And then that you guys were like, Yep, we're putting it <laughs> in that festival. I, I just I just think it speaks to the, the the love and the devotion of the horror film fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they are gonna love it because I, I know when um when I watched it, I did not read. I I don't like to read the synopsis. I want to go into it not knowing a thing. Mm -hmm. So I did not know this was a fan film, 
And so I'm watching and I see this dude hiking and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is all good. Where are we going with this? And then there's little tips to set you off of where we're going with this. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? This is great. This is, yeah. Eventually (laughs) you get to, eventually you get to Crystal Lake, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. He, yeah, without giving too much away, he's hiking and he finds a fallen sign and it's like covered up in brush. And he uh, removes the brush, and you see it says Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a minute, where are we going with this? <laughs> and it's, it's really fun. It's, I think the fans will really enjoy seeing this film. Oh, cool. Well, that's the beautiful thing about a fan film, is it... It is only for the diehards. Yes. I mean, it is only for people yes. who... They're, they're, I mean, that would be a fun movie to watch live at your festival because yeah. just for the reaction from the people in the audience. And there's very few other places you're going to be able to get to see it. I mean, you're going to get to see it at a festival or online on his own website. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. uh, you know, it goes on YouTube, copyright infringement goes on anywhere else. You know, it's, right. uh, you know, you'll get, you'll get nailed unless it's, uh, you know, about the grateful dead, then they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's the thing that we always say on this show about why it's important to go to festivals and support festivals is a lot of these movies, you know, they're not going to get theatrical distribution. So a festival is one of the few places you can actually see it on a big screen and enjoy the movie in a usually, you know, film festival audiences are usually really fired up and really excited and, you know, I know when we premiered Earbuds at the San Francisco Doc Festival, it was such a cool experience because it was like podcast fans and doc, you know, supporters all right. together and you get that electric energy. Yeah. And and you know, it's great that there's that movies can be sold online. We didn't get theatrical distribution and it's a great mm. business platform, but I I like highly encourage people to go to your festival and other film festivals to see these really cool indie films and short films too, live yes. on a big screen because you're not going to be able to see it in that that format anywhere else. Mm-mm. Right, exactly. I feel like film festivals um, are going to start taking a turn. I think they're going to show less features. This is not what I want to happen, but I think they're going to show less features because the features are going to get their distribution, whether it's VOD or streaming or whatever it is. But the short films, you can't see them just anywhere. Right. Right. And not enough companies are doing, you know, anthologies and stringing them together. They're just not doing it. Right, right. So uh, I guess with all the different partners and how easy it is to get movies on demand and uh, without theatrical distribution, a lot more... Uh, companies are, especially with the streaming services like Netflix and Amazon, they're snapping up a lot more films. So, um, you know, movies that uh, may not have gotten distribution before are getting them now. Um, Right. Because no one seems to care at that level. No one cares about a theatrical release. You know, Mm -hmm. it's uh, okay, Amazon, Netflix, you know, Hulu, whatever, we're going to go one of these places, that's where we're going to be, iTunes and whatever. Um, So what are some some other films? uh, We'll stay on the features right now that you're excited about this year. Okay. And, and, when are, and, when are they, and when are they playing? Okay, so Alive is our opening feature for Friday night at 7 p.m., October 5th. And it is one of those crazy films that the whole time you're trying to guess. You are trying to guess, and then you think, oh, I know what it is. And, oh, nope, maybe not. Okay, now I think I know what it is. And 
you will never guess. What it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> never. <laughs> and that's what makes it so thrilling and exciting. Well, that's great, too, Alive. because I think it's, you know, I, I love inventive filmmaking. I love when a, when a filmmaker forces the audience to be sort of unsure and you just don't know where you're being taken on 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 the ride and that that's something that and you know indie horror is really where things are being the envelopes being pushed i mean there was um over a decade of uh where indie horror was where the envelope was being pushed and studio horror was unwatchable. Now that's finally correcting. Yeah, that this it's, right. it's taken a very long time, far longer than it should have, yeah. uh, for, <laughs> right. for us to get it and Stranger Things and yeah. you know some some really interesting uh, get out things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's taken. I'm like, well, why did that take twenty years? You know, you know when instead we were getting the Fog remakes. You know, things like that. Exactly. So. You know, I ask myself that every year. I just want to say, studio executives, you need to come to Shriek Fest because even, let's say they grabbed one of the short films just for the concept. Right. Mm -hmm. Everything is so unique. There is no repeaters here. Yeah, I, that that's a great idea. I wish we, mm -hmm. I wish we had access. Like, I wish some studio executives would, would look... And go to Shriek Fest to find these because, like as you say, even even a cool short film with a really inventive prem premise or theme that you could flesh out into a a three act feature, I would yep. think they would want. Since everyone just needs content, I would think right. they would be scouring festivals like yours to to get you, stuff. Well, now the features do think. get picked up. <laughs> the, fe the features do get picked up at your festival, right? Isn't oh, yeah. there a lot They'll, of they will all get picked up except for. Uh, fan film because I don't think they can legally make any money off of no, it. No, no, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember you saying that even years ago, saying that you know the the features at Shriekfest usually all get picked up. Yeah. And matter of fact, I already have people emailing like, oh, okay, do do any of your films have distribution? I'd like to tap into them. I'm like, well, you can get your butt down there and talk to the filmmakers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You don't uh, <laughs> you, you don't charge a little taste to put the uh, distributor and the filmmaker <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, okay, so we have a live on Friday. So what are some of the other um, the features coming up? Then we have um, Echoes of Fear, which follows a live at 9 p.m. on Friday. And it is scary. It is another one you not you're not sure what's going on, but it is creepy. There are ghosts. There are dead bodies. Like you don't know what's going on. It is fun, and that one's uh, directed by a husband and wife team, uh, Brian and Lo Avenue Bradley. And um, they've done a lot of things through the past years. They've been in Shriekfest several times. And uh, they just, together, they are something. But usually, it's just Brian directing, and Laurence is the DP. This year, they teamed up, and they co-directed. Oh, fantastic. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, so that's pretty exciting. So. And then, of course, we have, after that, we have the fan film for right. late night viewing at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Uh, then, of course, we have our wonderful shorts, but to continue with the features, we have Ashes. This is a world premiere, mm. and it is a comedy, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. There are possessions, um, <laughs> ghosts, um, it's 
kind of uh, Elizabeth Keener's in it. Um, it is a lot of fun. So tell us what Ashes is again. It is a horror comedy, and it's about. Um, no, I mean, um, when is it? Oh, when is it? I'm sorry. It is Saturday at 4 p.m. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, maybe that's a movie I might actually go yeah. to. <laughs> there you go. Yay. And then we, after that, we have at 6.15 Chimera on Saturday. And that is a crazy science fiction movie uh, about this mad scientist, or is he? We don't know, who... His children have a disease, and he freezes them in hopes of finding the cure. Nice. That's and good parenting. Wow. <laughs> so that takes you down a whole lot yeah. of roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... is, is he doing the right thing, or is he right. out of his mind? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Do we know, and do we find mm-hmm. out? Mm-hmm. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> And then at 8 o'clock, we have Camp Coldbrook, which is a horror, and it has ghosts. And um, this one is actually stars Daniel Harris and Chad Michael Murray. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is good. It's really good. There's lots of scary parts. They go up to an abandoned camp that had some murders at it years ago. <laughs> What's wrong, so, wrong with the camps? How yeah. come camps are always, there's always yeah. murder at the camps? I it's know. Like, I know. You'd think they hired a security guard at I, one point. They would have figured it out. <laughs> like, stop letting murderers come yeah. into your campsite. <laughs> Don't send your kids I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't go to camp as a kid. I would be murdered already. Yeah, that's it as a parent. That's it. You're a horny teenager. I'm sending you to camp. You're going to camp. <laughs> it's either that or military school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> camp is cheaper camp is cheaper <laughs> and you might be dead so yeah. I don't have to pay for college yeah. <laughs> and if anything happens we're going to freeze you <laughs> right right exactly we'll, we'll bring you back somehow yeah. we will work it out <laughs> um, Joe Dante is one of the producers on that oh, oh cool yeah which I was kind of surprised at that he's getting involved in independent films which is wonderful yeah that's where he started is there yep. uh, who are some of the names that you're having gonna that are gonna be at the festival? Uh, the majority of the people are going to be there, which oh. I was really surprised because usually, you know, there's maybe maybe seventy five percent can make it of the you know the right the filmmakers and writers and stuff. And this year, I swear, I think we're like at ninety three percent. Oh, that's great! That's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so really excited about that. We are doing Thursday night, October 4th, is our big opening party, uh, which Neil obviously can't handle because I don't think he's ever come. <laughs> 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 but we always have more than 500 people there. He's got to rest up for the weekend. Guys. Yeah, he's got his... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's a whole training. It's like doing the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Right. He'd never make it through all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a red carpet, and we have lots of press and dancing and food and DJ. It's a lot of fun. Oh, we should come to that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Where is it this year? It's uh, at Bar Sinister again. Oh, I don't right. know if you guys have been there, have you? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. but we've been there before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super cool club. Yeah, you should come. We're in. I'm coming. I'm coming to that. Cool. Okay, cool. 
and the, I will put and you the comments. And if you guys want to do interviews or something, let me know, and I'll make sure that you're there for press. If not, I'll stick you on the list, and you can get in. Oh, great. Cool. Thank you. So if you're coming as press, you'd want to be there before 7. If you're just coming to enjoy the party, come at 8. Got it. Got it. And then uh, oh. we'll be there for Ashes. So Yeah. <laughs> Well, what, uh, so we're into uh, about Saturday. Um, we're into early uh, evening, Saturday night. So do you have a late yeah, night on so Saturday after Camp Cobra? Now we have Soul to Keep at 10 p.m. And that is... Um, That's not a, a rom-com? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a romantic comedy. <laughs> branch out a little bit. With demons. <laughs> With demons. Uh, it is a possession film. Ah, I was right. <laughs> is the lead actress is deaf. Really? So ah. uh, we are going to be showing that in closed caption. That's really cool. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. And we're going to have a Q&A, and she will be there, and we're going to have... Um, a bunch of representatives from the deaf community coming as well. It's really interesting because in the movie, they there is signing, quite a bit of signing between the characters because she really is deaf. And uh, but it's a it's kind of an interesting twist on horror, and and they use it wisely. Oh, cool! Well, that sounds good yeah. too. That's really cool. You yeah. know, I, that's again, it's what we've been talking about. What we're, we're saying is like this genre. Uh, is open to so much inventive filmmaking, like possession, <laughs> someone without hearing, signing, all that stuff. Like how, right. how, what a cool way to tell a story. And even yeah. comedy too. Yeah. You can fit comedy in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So. No, it really, people, that's what blows my mind every year. And the quality is getting better and better. Let me tell you guys, it was so hard to pick these films. And so sad to reject ones because they were so good. There were 300 shorts in the yes pile. Wow. <laughs> and we only show 35. Well, one of the things that I remember you saying over the years is that you've tried to program multiple rooms going at once and then fans were getting angry because they were in a feature and they would miss the shorts and vice versa. Yeah. So you made a conscious yeah. decision to... Um, to, you know, no pun intended, to cull down the programming. <laughs> and, uh, yes, and because it was hard. People had to pick and choose what they wanted to watch, and I'd rather everyone be able to see everything. Oh, yeah, and, cool. and so you have um, there's so you have much fewer slots, probably about half of what you would, whether you were if you were programming like multiple rooms. Right, exactly. But I think it works out better, and people appreciate it more because they can see it. Like Neil, he can see everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Neil show. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's his weekend. Yeah, it it's is. It's his big event. <laughs> it's like his anniversary. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> right. So, um, and now let's be continuing with the features yes. Sunday mm -hmm. at four o'clock. Is that right? Yeah, four o'clock. We have Soundwave at the world premiere. And oh my gosh, I love this movie. It is about, I, I don't want to give too much away, but this inventor, a young inventor, he creates a device that can pick up sound waves so that he can hear any conversation, present or past. Oh, oh interesting. Yes. 
It is so unique. Someone definitely needs to scoop this movie up. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool premise. And I, I really like, again, it's like, <laughs> it's using like, you know, technology and uh, and horror thriller, you know. <laughs> all combined. All combined yeah, to tell a story. To mix genre, which is great. Like I remember uh, I saw a movie there. It was a year or two ago. It was... Uh, it was kind of a time travel-y type movie where... Yes, I can't, I can't time remember lapse. The, time lapse, yes. that was it, where it was a giant camera that uh, would take pictures of... Uh, yes, wasn't that amazing? Door. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it would take pictures of what was going on next door, but it would show you the future in the pictures. So it screwed up the lives of a fair amount of people that were uh, living there <laughs> once they found the camera and they started taking pictures of each other, like uh, what they were doing, like... What was only like, and it wasn't very far. It was like a day or two into the future, so it was really cool. Right, and and then they started using it to like make money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it. Yeah, I love that movie too. And so sh- great. And sure enough, six to eight months later, I saw it on on demand on VOD. Of course. So yeah. So oh, really? Got yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great movie. I'm really glad it's doing well. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay, so we're on Sunday after Soundwave. What do we have? We have Sick for Toys at 6 o'clock, and this one is Sick and Twisted, (laughs) which I know there are some fans out there that love this stuff. Every year I try to have something that could have potential walkouts. (laughs) <laughs> you're the only festival programmer that would ever there's no other film festival that goes we gotta have at least one movie that walks people <laughs> well my reasoning is see like last year oh I can't think of which one it was but there was one and people started walking out and my volunteers were like what's happening this is not good and I go just wait I said the ones that stay are going to walk out saying it's the best thing they've ever seen. And they did. <laughs> so you're, that is the yeah. most niche programming yeah, ever. Yeah. The small <laughs> segment of society, of horror film fans yes. that want the most freaky, gross out, mm-hmm. whatever shocking thing. So what, what you do is you weed out the people and then whatever 10 people are left in the theater, you have arrested. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Or at least right. tracked. Yeah. At least, at least observed. Or analyzed, right? Yeah. For psychosis of some sort. So uh, without giving too much away, just so we know, what is Sick for Toys about? Um, it is about a woman who likes to have toys for Christmas, but they are not a toy like you would think. Um, <laughs> it's... it's people uh-huh oh okay, okay. i think yeah. i'm already seeing where this is going i can already see yeah. when i would walk out of this yeah already... <laughs> <laughs> neil will be sitting there all yes <laughs> neil will be it's always like we're making this movie for for 10 neils yeah yeah he's not gonna leave his cot for the entire thing <laughs> he'll be in his footy pajamas yeah. he'll be he'll be ready to go <laughs> yeah and then we have the closing film at 8 p.m is killer kate and it has all kinds of danielle burgess tiffany chappas lots of screen queens lots of blood and some comedy thrown in too it's a fun one. Oh, cool and that's your closing film yeah mm-hmm. 
Great. All right. So that sounds like an amazing uh, feature programming. So uh, how do the shorts look this year? Oh, my gosh. Well, I shorts. guess 300 yeses, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know, right? So 10% uh, of the yeses got in. And maybe about that? 35 films got in. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's less. Because you, you said you had 300 yeses and only 35 made it. Is that what you said? Yes. Oh, wow. Yep. That's amazing. I know. It's so difficult. It speaks to, though, to what we're saying about there's so many, you know, Chris and I started doing short films, yep. and, and it, it's such a great... That's how Denise and I met at a short and shriek yeah. fest <laughs> many right. years ago. Yeah, and that's how, you, that's how you start. That's how you mm-hmm. cut your teeth, and it also shows that, you know, short content is people are make. There's such a, um, you know, with YouTube, obviously, there's so many great platforms to really figure out how to write direct, shoot, edit, short content, that it, it speaks to why you have so many well-made short movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It, and uh, the barrier is much small, much uh, lower now to actually uh, make a short, oh, which yeah. is great. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and um, yeah, so Chris's film was Rainbow's End, which is an awesome yes. short. <laughs> yep. Many years ago. It's on uh, YouTube and the CFN channel if you want to check it out. No. Yeah, it was uh, like, was it like 2005? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, was oh gosh, was it that long ago? <laughs> it was. Um, now, um, have you noticed an increase in the quality of the special effects on the shorts now too, as the years have progressed yeah. now that, because that entry point is also lower? Yes. They're, uh, yeah, it's really quite amazing. You You watch them and you think, what was the budget on this? But really, it was more that it's just more that people know how to do effects now. And more people are adept at it and they're using it. So give us some uh, highlights of the short programs that are coming up. The short programs are just Saturday, Sunday, right? Yes, Saturday and Sunday. They start at noon. Uh, The first blocks are at noon each day and then 2 p.m. each day as well. And I tried to do a nice mix of things so that we had a little bit of everything going on. Uh, there's a lot of horror comedy this year. We got some clowns. Uh, <laughs> we've got, yeah, we've got uh, serial killers. We've got psychological horror. We've got we've got um, we've got some sci-fi's too. I think four or five sci-fi's that are pretty good. Um, and everything really is tight, tight little films, strong stories, nothing typical at all. What was the uh, total amount that were submitted for features and shorts this year? You know, I have not even counted. <laughs> I, have I, I have that on my to-do list to get the final count, and things just keep coming up, these darn emails. <laughs> So I haven't gotten to that yet, but hopefully soon. It is. I looked at it on my list today. I'm like, nope, I can't get to that today. So, but I will count but, eventually. But it's probably, it's got to be hundreds, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, because, well, I mean, I think we got 300 in the yes pile of the shorts. It's got to be thousands. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, that's true. It's probably thousands if you add them all complete with uh, submissions, right? I don't know thousands, but maybe, maybe a thousand. That's a lot of viewing. And uh, you know yes, what's interesting is that uh, you actually, I know where we were talking about this before, 
Like, uh, this is one of the few festivals that the festival programmer yourself watches every single film that comes in. I know, I'm crazy. Yeah, because I remember you saying, like, well, yeah, we have programmers, but you're so afraid that you're going to miss something (laughs) that you watch every single feature and every single short that comes through. And as a filmmaker, that's pretty cool. If you're submitting to a a festival and go, you know what, the festival programmer is going to watch my movie regardless, that makes me want to submit more. Oh, well, cool. You know, it's funny. Some of the films that are in this year, they'll email me and they'll go, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, are are you kidding me? It wouldn't be in if I hadn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my baby. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure. And, you know, when I say that I worry about missing things, there have been films where like a judge It'll go to the first judge and they'll say no on it and pass. And it'll go to another judge and they'll say no. And then I watch and I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? (laughs) But I know what's par for Shriekfest. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're comparing it to. I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't their cup of tea. But sometimes things aren't my cup of tea, but I know that they're perfect for Shriekfest. Right. Right. Well, it's, you know, like every festival, it's a brand and, uh, you know, you've built that up over 18 years. So, you know, your audience and what they want. And then but your audience also gets bigger every year, too. Right. Exactly. And um, do you know that our short programs sell out? I did know that. I remember you saying that uh, a year or two ago. So, you know, if you want to see the shorts, you got to get there early. Yeah, it's crazy. What um now one of the things we talked about over email is too since my daughter is now 13 yeah. and a big horror fan I was like you know there's no IMDb guide on a film festival films right so <laughs> so I had to ask you like you know what's appropriate for a 13 year old who likes it and stranger things and uh um well, some of these other movies and like the grudge and like and what to it. avoid <laughs> If she likes it I think she can handle most of it um yeah. there there's one short that is disturbing and I don't think she should watch. Um, it's called a doll distorted. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Um, And you said, stay away from sick for toys. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of sex in that. I'm not sure you her seeing that. mm, Um, Probably not. No. So I was thinking of, uh, maybe we'll come Friday to see alive and echoes of fear. Echoes of fear has I don't want to give anything away, but there is. <laughs> well, we could tell you could tell me off the air. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's just one little scene that might be, but they don't show anything, but it mm-hmm. alludes to something. And right. I don't know if that'd be too much for her or not. Okay. But, um, we can, we can yeah, continue will... that conversation over email for no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Because it's the kind of thing, too, where I'm trying to um, expose my kids to more, in a weird way, culture and film festivals and, like, understand that there's more uh, film out there than just going to, you know, the uh, multiplex. And uh, sure. and this is a, a great way to um, to do it, especially for, you know, I've got a little horror fan. Uh, I think that, that's uh, great. Yeah. So how old was she when she started liking them? Well, I, I put it off for a long time, <laughs> so I wouldn't oh, let her see the movie. Yeah. So it really, it's a new thing. Uh, probably about 12. Like she goes to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal with us. Oh, my and, God. Uh, yeah, and she, she loves it. And uh, But she's been bugging me since 10. So I, uh, I was like, no, nah, you know, I, I, I know what you can handle. It's a little bit longer. Just wait till 12. And then, you know, now she's, she's been fine with uh, what oh, we've been I showing her. 
my daughter's 10 and like she doesn't even want to see the poster for Shriekfest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my son is like that. He doesn't like horror at all. So he's uh, he's 10 and he's like, nope, nope, not seeing that. Nope, nope. And, uh, you know, but but she, for whatever reason, gravitated towards it. And, uh, that is you know, great. and she's ex- she's excited to uh, to see more stuff. Good. Well, she's going to have a blast at Street Fest. Yeah. <laughs> and she does because, um, you know, this podcast and how many movies we've actually seen, like when she asks me about a movie, 90% of the time I'm able to go, no, yes, no, yes, like almost instantly. Right. And if I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I see a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't know, I just go to IMDb and look up the parents guide. But like oh, I said, you, you can't go. do that at a film festival. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you got to so you got to ask the festival programmer, you know. Right. <laughs> so, um, all right, Denise, we're gonna wrap it up a little bit. Any, um, what are you looking forward to for Shriekfest? That's like uh, anything different you're doing this year, and what's in the future for the uh, festival in both places? Uh, well, let's see. Different. We started last year doing the private. Uh, VIP red carpet early and that was crazy successful we had people lining up down the street around the corner um, to get into the party because we were still doing the VIP red carpet part so I mean that went really really well and adding Shriekvis Orlando it's interesting because you guys imagine if you started all your stuff over Right. And it, it's it's difficult. So last year, you know, we it was back to smaller houses. It was kind of soul crushing at first. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm so used to LA and not worrying. Are people going to show up, sort of thing? Mm-hmm. But the people that did come loved it. Right. And so I'm hoping this year there's even more because I don't know if I could take small houses again. Really, it is tough. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different, uh, uh, you know, a different um, audience than, you know, L.A. and Orlando is definitely, you know, you've got you've got different residents. Let's put it that way. Yes. And (laughs) there are definitely horror fans here. But what's funny is so like, you know, before the movies, I would introduce the shorts and the director and stuff and, you know, clap and people kind of look like, why are we clapping? (laughs) Because they're horror fans. They're not filmmakers. Mm hmm. So I'm having to change that up a little bit. Like I think I'll announce it all and we'll clap at the end, sort right. of thing. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, you got to train them for when they come back next year. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> exactly. this is when we clap. Well, yep. that's uh, so. What are the what's in the future plans for um, for Shriekfest? Are you uh, adding a third location? Are you are you going to add another room? Like anything? And are you going to just kind of keep it the way it is and grow it? In a perfect world, we would keep adding cities. Hmm. Hmm. But I honestly don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I'm already a stressed mess. <laughs> I can't imagine doing two cities. Uh, no, it's difficult. You'd think it would be easy because it's basically the same program. But there are two programs you have to type up and make and get printed. And then there's double postcards because you need to promote everywhere. Promoting in two cities is quite difficult because the first year... I literally got to Orlando from the L.A. one, and like three days later, we did the Orlando Festival. Oh, wow. And, yeah, that was difficult. So this time I have a month because I need to really promote Orlando 
because even though you think you can promote both, you can't. You got to target different companies and press. It's it's interesting, hmm. but I'm learning. That sounds great. Well, where can people go? Yeah. What, what's the website if they want to go to either one of these festivals in either city? Shriekfest.com. And then you click festivals and there's a drop down and it'll say attending Orlando or attending uh, LA. And you can click for the schedules and tickets and all of that's right there. Well, Chris and I will be at the opening night party and maybe we'll be around that weekend. Neil will definitely be there. Yeah. If you see any movie at Shriekfest, you'll see Neil. You'll see. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, most likely my daughter and I will be uh, one of these days for sure. We want to check out some of these movies. And then uh, we will uh, see you in a couple weeks, Denise. Excellent. I'm super excited to see you guys. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks. Good luck this year as always. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you soon, guys. Bye, Denise. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, uh, guys, that is our show. And uh, look forward to Shriekfest. If you're in L.A., hopefully we'll uh, see you down at the festival. Yeah, come down, guys. Support these. This festival is really cool. We talk about it every year for good reason because it's mm-hmm. got really cool inventive stuff. And like like Denise was saying. And it's all indie. It's not owned by a big corporate no. sponsor. It's really, it's every year, indie. 18 years of indie. 18 years of indie. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see movies on the big screen, the features. Most of them are going to get distribution yes. somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you get to kind of be a part of, you're helping supporting independent filmmakers and artists. And it's just a cool, fun festival. I mean, so uh, yeah, check it out, you guys. And uh, thanks for listening to this little bonus extra special episode, whatever yep. whatever we're calling it. Enjoy and horror it up. <laughs> Go scream it up. My name's Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember... Han shot, shot first. first. Spooky. <laughs>